man's trash is another man's treasure. I've heard. Yeah, I've, I've heard, heard that. And it's, mm-hmm. a, you know, I guess that's a great philosophy. But it's also a lousy way to tell a kid they're adopted. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> you know, you know. To her, I didn't you were make trash. that joke up. I'm not you know, responsible. We, we, we were speaking about jo- that's a Joan Crawford thing to say. Yes. We were talking about Joan Crawford earlier. In the, in yeah, this, so. we were talking about bad moms, bad mom, bad mommies. Yeah. Which, fortunately, you and I do not suffer from that. Oh, uh, we, situation. we we lucked out with the mom situation. Uh, big time. Yes. Yes. Um, but we are going to be talking about moms today. We are. Today. Mom's, on the, mom's on the agenda. On Wacky Poem Life. <laughs> We're also going to be talking about trash. Trash. And treasure. And treasure. Both. That's where my bad joke came from. Yeah, trash so, to treasure. Episode 74. 74. Yeah. Man. We're almost to the almost to the bicentennial. Getting up there, we passed our ages a while back, and we're That's just right. moving on. We are moving on. We're moving on to the triple digits, tri- triple triple numbers. Blah blah. blah. We're moving on. Moving on up. And yep. if you have been with us from the beginning, we thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. And if you just joined us lately, we thank you very much too. We think that you found a, a good thing here we with do. us. We do. Yes. <laughs> and we have scoured and we know what's good and what's not. Yes, we do. We have very good taste. <laughs> and um, so we're coming to you from the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry in northeastern Oklahoma, green country, the prettiest part of the state. It is Sorry, pretty. everybody else, but it is. It really is. And we take a poem, usually, that someone has written in our very interactive, low-tech museum, and we talk about it for mm-hmm. half an hour. And we're really going to talk about two of them today, actually. Here we're going to compare and contrast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And spark all kinds of spark. ideas. And, like that word, spark. And get deep, probably, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then I'll try to, you know, undercut the deepness with a bad another bad joke. Speaking of deep... <laughs> I almost had almost depth. had to take a boat to work today. Yeah, you know, yeah. You got we deep had water some torrential rains. Got deep water outside the museum today. We are on high ground We're on at high the ground. museum, so that's lucky. Thank goodness. Because yeah. the, there's a gardening sort of place next to us, and they are totally underwater. Yeah, they, you, you got to kind of wade through that situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the shop itself is okay, but the whole entire parking lot. Amazing. You can yeah. put your canoe down Get you it. a little raft. <laughs> Look around. I did notice down at the IGA, the harps down the down the street, that they must have solved their uh, drainage problems because there's got to be a famous picture on the Oklahoma yeah, news so station with canoe? somebody kayaking, kayaking, kayaking through the parking lot. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> After one of the That's right. recent rains. <laughs> but here's what I'm thinking. Okay. We're going to have some beautiful flowers. That's right. In another month or so. That's right. And you know, we, we were talking about, we had some porch time at your house this week, which I. Yes, the one day it was so beautiful. Desperately needed. And I, yes. you know, it's funny. You said, you know, come in, we'll have a beverage on your porch. And it was like a pilgrimage. We all just like <laughs> migrated, you know, like, we'll be there. But you were talking about uh, how frogs, you, little peepers the were peepers out. Peepers were out. And calling to each other. We got peeper heaven now. There's a little puddle for any every, every peeper couple. It's, so. kind of, it's quite amphibious around Amphibi- the household right now. <laughs> that's that's a good word, amphibious. Yes, amphibious. Amphibious yes. interlude. Yeah, spelling bee word. <laughs> At my place. Hey, Bill, have you seen that new documentary about white trash? White trash. Mm-hmm. It depends on what channel it's on. I've only seen the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Now but I've told y'all I've before, only seen but the if trailer you, of the trash and the if you haven't listened before, I've I've said this. I live in a trailer, mm-hmm. so 
And I can make jokes about that. And I've planted things in a toilet, so I can make jokes about that, too. <laughs> and I am yeah. white, so I don't care if you call me white trash yeah, I'm, living I'm, in a trailer. I'm kind of whitish. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Trash. Yeah. Okay. We're going to get to that eventually, but we're, we're, we're going to start with treasure. 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 Aren't we? Yes, we are yes. going to start with the treasure. Instead of tra- trash to treasure, treasure to trash. So this is And a, back again. We'll and, probably do some cycles on this. Yes. Yeah, kind of circle back. I'm going to ride my bicycle through the trash and treasure. You're right. I just made up a song or something. I don't know what that was. (laughs) (laughs) You got to write it down. Write it down. (laughs) So um, we have talked about some poetry from this part of the museum before, but not this specific poem. So back in 2020, it was the 100th anniversary. It was the centennial (laughs) of the women's right to vote, suffrage. Mm And so the whole museum was on that theme, and we had a variety of suffragists and that were on display and artwork and poems, and, and then we had a bunch of prompts. And one of the prompts, I had a little basket of postcards because postcards were real popular to, um, what's the word, promote? Com- well, communicate. And, communicate and, and, and promote. To, exactly. Yeah, the mm-hmm. suffragist movement. And actually what happened, too, you had the, the very serious ones about, you know, women des- deserve this right and blah, blah, blah. Then the the, the dudes started putting out their anti-suffragist postcards mm-hmm. that were making fun of women. Well, not just dudes. There were, there were a lot of oh, women yes. a lot that of women were happy, anti- happy yeah. in their subservient roles. <laughs> yes. yes. And wanted everyone else to say in like that, too. Which, like today, you know. That kind of reminds me of book banning today because that's in the yeah, news again today. It it's is. just like, you know, you don't want your child to, to read this book, so you think nobody should get to. Lots and, of women's nope, rights not and, right. and human rights are on the shopping yeah. block today right. in 2023. Yeah. So anyway, somebody wrote, took one of those postcards, and they <clears> wrote <throat> a, a lovely little poem that's about the postcard. And the postcard... It, it was a pretty simple one. You can see it if you're at wackypoemlife.com. It was uh, the suffrage flag that's, you know, purple and gold. And it just said equal suffrage is the birthright of woman. And then here's the poem. Here's yeah. the poem. Her birthright. You were so afraid of her light, the power and energy of that light pushed you into the world. That light provided comfort and warmth if not from your mother's bosom, then from a lover's. It is a light that helped form a more perfect union, establish justice, promote the general welfare and security, the blessings of liberty. Yet you denied, tried to smother it, all the while benefiting from its power. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. not, you know, powerful words. Yes, yeah. written on the fly. On the fly, yeah. yeah. And I was I was saying before we started recording, I really don't know when this was written. I have a feeling if it was written back with the original uh, exhibit three years ago, I would have we would have talked about it, it before would, now. It would have caught your attention, wouldn't it? I think it would have, mm-hmm. and so I think it's been fairly recently recent. that someone has taken a postcard out of that uh, because that our whole museum was on this. Uh, the whole museum was on this exhibit. But when we moved to this new spot here and I took that down, I didn't want to put it all away. And so we, we still have one little, I'll call that our mm-hmm. wing. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> one little wing little of the wing. museum there. The museum. It's just it a little is, hallway. It is kind of a wing. It is a wing mm -hmm. um, that that's on this theme. So it, it's still up, and you can still see some of the things and write about them as this person did. Well, and you can even adapt this wing. You can say, what in today's news and culture is a threat to women? I could, uh, add, I could uh, add another what, prompt back there. What, what in today's world, mm -hmm. which would not be hard to uh, no. certainly get my juices flowing as far as like, you know, uh, uh, what, is a, what is going on in today's culture mm -hmm. in the world today mm -hmm. and the nation today. Right. Right. And then the challenge is, as always, because we're talking about poetry and we're in a poetry museum, is to take that very political, you know, theme and make it poetry. Yeah. So in what do you think is poetic about her birthright, this poem you just I like, read? I like the repetition of the word light. Yes. I mm -hmm. like that it's it, it's about four times or, or so that she has uh, used the – I am using. I say she. I don't know if it's she. Yeah. You know, it, I, that, surely I'm making, it is. I think, you know <laughs> – okay. I think so too, you know, because this yeah. is a, seems like it's an experiential – yeah. perspective and some people like, sign the things they leave in here and some don't and this mm -hmm. one's unsigned it's unsigned i like the i like the word light um i like the way they compared warmth with the mother and a lover you know just mm -hmm. that that warm uh um intimate feeling mm -hmm. um and that's progression of time too progression of from time. when you were a daughter or a child to when you were an adult with a lover so right that's kind of cool another thing that i really like about this uh, poem is the fact that she is directing this you I think she's directing it to the the male uh, population who had privilege mm -hmm. she was saying you're the recipient of all this without without women you would not even exist and yet you tried to suppress mm -hmm. that which is the most powerful probably more most powerful force on earth is is motherhood and the and the ability to to give birth and to it thundered right when you said that. Did you hear that? Well, I thought someone's agreeing with me up there. You know. Yeah, I think it's definitely um, directed to a specific audience, which mm -hmm. not all poems do that kind of thing, and so yeah, to the to the patriarchy, but it might even be more specifically to the government, the, the, the male-run government, specifically uh, specifically in 1920. So yeah. Well, it's still male-run today, but not as bad. Not not, not quite as bad. <laughs> right. So, yes, I think that's the main thing that that stands out to me as it being a poem, Bill, is what you said about the light. Because yeah. it, it's really metaphorical, what she's doing here. And I know we talk about metaphor a lot, but I, it's one of those things that is really transforms common, everyday language and makes it poetic. Yeah. Is if you develop... An idea, which and this idea is is very you know political and controversial, mm -hmm. if you develop an idea with poetic language mm -hmm. and techniques, and so it it is a metaphor, and it's the light, you know, that's so common, light mm -hmm. as a metaphor. Mm -hmm. yeah. You light yeah. up my yeah, right, light. yeah. Uh, you. Oh goodness. Hey, now Bill, I want to tell you something right now. Okay, all right, I'm listening okay. right now. Don't you ever say about me oh, no. okay. that when she walked into a room, she lit up the room. Okay. Don't you dare. Have I ever, I, I, <laughs> if I've ever said that, Sean, I'm so sorry. I don't think I've ever said that. Okay. Uh, this may just be because I, I watch and listen to too many true crime documentaries. Yeah. But 
the victim is always described as a person who lit up the room when she came in. And have you ever noticed that not many men light up a room when they walk into no, a room? No. You know? Yeah. So As, no and I do not light up a room when I walk in, so I will never say, never that say about you me. lit I, and I will never even s- if I'm a murder victim someday, don't say I, I lit up which rooms. We'll knock some wood that doesn't happen. <laughs> Another thing I will never say, I will never say, you know you'd be a lot prettier if you smiled more. <laughs> you know, unless I want to get slapped, you know. Oh my goodness. There's so, so many Yeah. No, I will never say that. Yeah. Well mm-hmm. okay. And I'm just talking about light. light. There's so many. There's so many symbolic and metaphoric interpretations of it. And I mean, hers are not particularly, you know, original. But it's the preponderance of them, like you said, the repetition. Because what what the first time she uses it metaphorically, you were afraid of her light. Well, what do you think the light is there? I think she just described it on the second line. I think the light is power and energy. Mm-hmm. Um, Excellent. They, Excellent. I think excellence. You're afraid of her excellence. Yeah. I, I thought it was from her her female perspective of existence. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, power, energy, excellence. Those are things that are feared mm-hmm. by the oppressor. Yes. And mm-hmm. then light is like you said, as the power, uh, and the power of a woman specifically giving birth. That that's light. That's the next thing she yes. uses it for. Mm-hmm. Light as a caretaker, comfort and warmth. Right. Light as a democratic idea. It is a light that helped form a more perfect union. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's a lot of different metaphors in just a few lines. Right. Having to do with light. Light is the rights denied, too. Light as a voice that's smothered. Yes. Yes. And co-opted also in the last part, benefiting from its power. So light that's even co-opted to keep oppressor mm-hmm. in power. Yes. Yes. So to me, that in terms of, you know, if somebody just listened to it and they thought, oh, well, that's just kind of a rant. That's some woman just go, that's some woman just going <laughs> off. <laughs> right. Right. There's a lot of poetry in this, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like it. I noticed there was a lot of light last night, lightning. You know, you put an <laughs> N-I-N-G in there, you got lightning, <laughs> thunder and lightning. Thunder and lightning. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, is mm-hmm. that a song? Well, there's a knock on wood. You know, thunder and thunder and lightning. And a knock, knock, yeah. knock and on wood. That didn't have anything to don't do get with us light. started. We're gonna start dancing here. And I saw, I saw the, the light, light yeah. in oh. your eyes. That's Todd Rundgren. We were just talking about him. I think yeah, I it, is that not Todd Rundgren? It's okay. Todd Rundgren. Okay. There was a song when we were sitting on the porch yesterday. One of his songs came on my Alzheimer's box. <laughs> what, is, what is that? I have that... a music box that I downloaded all this music to, oh. and you just lift the little lid and it plays all the songs in a row, oh, or you cool. can just put the lid down and it stops. And I call it Alzheimer's box because that's how it was advertised because... for people who have Alzheimer's because all I have to do is lift the little lid and the music starts playing. And music is a great memory rejuvenator as far as bringing up. Uh, lyrics and yes. times and places. Yes, and people of all ages love music. I and, liked your taste of music, have... by the way. I was really enjoying that. Yeah, yeah. Al- along with the, the you know the gin infused beverages I was <laughs> sampling. I mean, I wasn't specifically googling when I bought this thing, uh, you know, an Alzheimer's music box, but that was how it was described for people with I with the memory born. issues. It's very simple. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, metaphors of light. Yeah, yeah. And as I was telling you. Um, I, uh, there's a PBS special about uh, Nijoni na- Native women. There's a Mohawk clan woman, Louise Hearn, who um, 
has introduced some native uh, some native uh, information into the suffragette and women's movements, and it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's uh, currently on. It's one you just saw on PBS. Last night, as a matter of fact, yeah. that was very timely. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, it's, it, I find it so interesting, Sean, you know, that back in the day, in the turn of the century, um, it was perfectly acceptable to, to beat a wife. Yeah. As long as you didn't – as long, but there were, but luckily, luckily, Sean – Bible tells me but, so. But wait a minute. Luckily, <laughs> you'll be happy to know there was a caveat. You couldn't beat it to where there was it, damage was permanent. Oh, okay. well, there was that caveat. So you know, there there was some compassion. There was, there was some, some compassion, compassion and reason in there, wasn't there? It just blows my mind. It blows my mind. You're right. Well, uh, Bill, I consulted my lover, the online etymology dictionary yeah. about birthright because it yeah. is an interesting word. Of course, it comes from the two words we can tell. Uh, from birth, which uh, the origin of the word birth is our good old friend, the Proto-Indo-European root, bur, B-H-E-R, meaning to carry, to bear children. And then right, also from Proto-Indo-European, R-E-G, reg, move in a straight line or to rule, to lead straight, to put right. Mm-hmm. And then if you add the suffix on to uh, birth, if you say the, the burr part and you add the TH, that means process. So if you put all this together because, you know, anybody out there going, what the heck is she talking about? <laughs> well, you know, I love words. You love words. But if you put those three together, what, what it means is to carry or, or bear forth children in a straight line process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Birthright. But what happens if, yeah. if the babies breach? What do we call it? It's not a straight line, we call is it? it? But, we call it butt right. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know, I find that interesting. But you know, first. His, his shoulder got hung. He's hung on the pelvis. Yeah. Oh, but but it is. I like the, the fact it is a process. Mm-hmm. A birthright is a process. The just the regular dictionary definition is just a right or a privilege a person is entitled to by birth or mm-hmm. primogenitor. Is that how mm-hmm. you say that? Primogenitor, primogenitor. Mm-hmm. And it was especially used by Quakers mm-hmm. as an adjective from the 1850s. I like the fact that birthright you would think would be straightforward. If you were born and have existence, you have a right. But then we it's put in not. all of this, unless you're of a certain yes, yes. A gender, unless yes. you, or unless you have more melanin in your skin, mm-hmm. then you're not, not, not quite the same. If, you, if yeah. you look and perhaps act differently than whoever is in charge. That's right. Then, That's right. Yeah, you don't have a birthright. If you don't stay within these parameters, then we have to take away what uh, it gets real, real complicated. It does. Mm-hmm. Now, my favorite—I wanted to bring this out, Bill, because okay. one of my uh, favorite poems that have to do with light is an Emily Dickinson one, and it's one of her pretty famous ones, a "Certain Slant of Light." So I wanted to read okay, that. Okay, yeah. It's number three twenty. She didn't title her poems. There's a certain slant of light, winter afternoons, that oppresses, like the heft of cathedral tunes. Heavenly hurt it gives us. We can find no scar, but internal difference where the meanings are. None may teach it, any. Tis the sealed despair, an imperial affliction sent us of the air. When it comes, the landscape listens. Shadows hold their breath. 
When it goes, tis like the distance on the look of death. Hmm. I think about this poem a lot of times when I'm sitting in my easy chair in my living room in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and there's a certain slant of light that comes in. Is it a ray of light that window? comes in, and which might catch a, some debris floating around at yeah. just a quiet time? Yeah, it just mm-hmm. makes you think. Mm-hmm. You just look, you, that light comes in, and it just, in here, in this poem, it's, it makes her despair. You know, she makes, it makes her feel mm-hmm. melancholy. But, yeah. and, you know, doesn't have to i usually just it just gets me thinking yes know? it gets it it, it, conjure, it conjures up or brings up memories or so forth you, yeah you, you had a, you, a certain you, slant of light you had a poem in in one of your daily posts about that that triggered me as a matter of fact oh yeah it was about the, the little rabbit outside of your window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I thought immediately I, I was taken back to fifth grade and I was an avid reader. I was a voracious reader. And um, there were these uh, leaflets that you would get in and you could order paperback books. I forget what they were Oh, yeah. Stuff. Scholastic. Scholastic. Yes. And I read the most books that month and I got to a free book. Yes. And I chose Watership Down. Oh, yeah. And I got that. And I remember that it was a gold book with a rabbit on the cover and I read it immediately and it just, and I remember the, the, the animated movie and I remember the Art Garfunkel song and it just all came yeah, back to me. Yeah. It was just a nice memory that was conjured up. I think a the, lot of us rabbits. have great memories of scholastic book fairs. In fact, just recently, there's a uh, independent bookstore in Tulsa, Magic City Books. Mm-hmm. They had an adult book fair and was exceeded their wild expectations oh, for attendance. Because yes. you wonder, does anyone <laughs> read anymore? Does yes. anyone, you know, bookstores we... aren't doing bad. No, you know, yeah. and it's like vinyl, vinyl LPs or records. You know, people have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, you know, we're boomeranging back. And we had um, we had our first local author book fair here last September. We're going to keep doing it every nice, September. Yes. I think it's the second Saturday in September this year, and that was very well attended. It was nice yeah. to be able to visit with them about. And people like to talk about what they've written about because mm-hmm. it's personal to them. And, yeah, yeah. People mm-hmm. get to meet them, get to book sign. It's right. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's a treasure. However, you should have had a table. You know, I, well, I sort of had one inside. Yeah, my mom was sitting at it because we've written a few books together. Yeah, mm-hmm. get a get a signature and yeah, a, people don't want to read what I write. So. Oh, I do. I, I I have. I do, and I have. Everybody but Bill loves reading what I write, and and my sisters everyone, and my mom. Yeah, you said, you said everyone but Bill loves reading. What did I say? Everyone but Bill. Oh no! It's like you know, I'm the only one that doesn't like what you like. No. No, I'm glad you're listening to me. Yeah, like, no, no, Bill is the only one, that, one of the few maybe that loves. But because sometimes when we're doing this, I'm not really listening to you, well, Bill. I, and I was listening to last week's podcast, and I totally misspoke on something, and you caught me. I didn't know you caught me, and I'm listening back, and I just cracked. Oh well, I was listening at that time, wasn't I? You but, were listening. But some, sometimes Some, I'm not listening to you, Bill. I understand because you're 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 running this. The show here. Yes, Keeping no one on but you, and my and sisters, everything. and my mom really want to read anything I have to say. But that's that's cool. But I read your sing I, my sad I, song. I read, your, I read your daily. I read your, the daily poems you post, yeah. and you know. I know. I'm just being pathetic. You're being maudlin. We're getting ready to talk about trash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's, let's talk some trash. Let's talk like, some trash. Like, like Dolly says. Oh, trash talk. By the way, I uh, I looked that up when I was consulting my lover also about um, the word trash. 
and to trash talk someone or something when do you when is that from when do you think that started trash talk mm-hmm. oh i would think it would be from the um i know it's going to be i'm going to be wrong but i think it's probably going to be from the um 60s or 70s well that's what i would have guessed too mm-hmm. it's 89 1989 trash talk yeah. oh my goodness i would have thought it was older than that yeah but that's that's what the wow etymology online says mm. i'm like well okay. we haven't had a lot of decades of trash talking then if it's uh, we know. haven't mm-hmm. yeah so we're yeah. going to talk about trash because we talked about women as as treasures in mm-hmm. the in that uh, first poem that bill read and we do have another sort of poem. It is. It is. A, it <laughs> certainly is a. Is it's a thought. the idea for a poem. It's an idea. There is a styrofoam head that that has this written on it. Yes, and it's I'll, in the little <clears> section <throat> on the theme of memory. So mm-hmm. you were supposed to write about a memory that you want to hold on to. I'm, that's a. I'm and glad. You, I'm glad you, you prefaced it, it so you could put it in context. Yeah. Because and you just take one of the markers there and you just write directly on a styrofoam head. So this this person, this woman had a memory, and I'm going to read it now. Okay. Her memory is, when I decided my mom was trash. <laughs> it's it's kind of shocking. It is, isn't it? I'm laughing because you really you you emphasize the part that's in bold. So uh, that's yeah, she wanted to know that my mom. Uh-huh. But I wonder when she realized her mom was trash. There was a catalyst moment. That's. Where the poem is. That's where the poem is. Yeah. Cause yeah. We, and I think we've talked about this on the show before, is that a lot of things that people write in here, they are occasions for poems. Mm-hmm. They are not the poem itself. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Because maybe you're not ready to write that poem. But mm-hmm. you definitely know there's a poem There's something there. brewing. There's something yeah, brewing. something brewing. And, and, and definitely if feelings. you if you write on a head that she also decorated and put, when I decided my mom was trash... A poem or something is brewing. I wonder if this is her mother with the severe eyeliner and the dark lips, and she says, "You know, you're mm-hmm. too made up. You're going out. You're going out there to the dance halls." Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, she made a conscious choice to put those red lips, but outline them in black, black. too. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's saying that's something about mm-hmm. blood or danger or stop or if we're reading too much into that. True. We never know quite when. You to, never know. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying she because this was actually signed. And if you're at wackypoemlife.com, you can see the picture of it. I covered up her name with a sticky note because. You know. I'm gonna go look. For, I'm gonna go look when we when we finish the podcast. I'm gonna go look at this name. Well, what's I'm, I'm interesting was she put her full name, and then she marked out her last name. Although you could still see it. Yeah. <laughs> but I've covered up both. So she was not afraid to say, "This is who I am, and this is what I think." In the moment, I, this is it. This is a memory. This is something that uh, I'm going to hold, and this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And then just a little bit of second thought of. Well, I'm going to mark out my last name anyway. But you you, you brought up the fact that uh, idolizing women can hold, have its dangers. Mm-hmm. And it, it, because we were you, talking it, about that before if you want, we started If you recording. want equality, yeah. there are women, and as you said, <laughs> some mothers are trash. So, yeah. Which is a foreign concept to us, but we've seen it. Yes, to us personally. Just personally. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. If you want equality, you've got to, you know, you have to take the – uh, the good. I'm talking about the facts of life. The good, the bad. <laughs> <laughs> the facts of life. The facts you know, of life. Triggered me again. Um, <laughs> I don't remember you, how that song. You've goes. got to be able to uh, say, the, the, yeah, you, you, there are good and bad women. 
mm-hmm. obviously. And I and I tread. I really idolize women, so I tend to I tend to keep them on the pedestal, which is not not a, a good thing necessarily. You know. Um, no, because then they're not very human. You know, they're they're not allowed to make mistakes. They're not allowed to act in ways where they might fail at something. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not allowed to. It's kind of like being a movie star. You know, mm-hmm. you're not right. allowed to to be normal. And um, and that's you know. You could have gone back to 1920 and asked any of those suffragists, what do you want? And Mm -hmm. I, you know, a lot of them, they just wanted to be normal, Mm -hmm. you know, just normal human beings. Yeah. (laughs) I lost my word. Normal human beings. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, who who don't always have all the answers, but actually we have the answers a whole lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But don't always have all the answers and don't always do everything right. And but just have, uh, you know, equal opportunity, just like the Constitution said. Yes. But hasn't have have the male gen has the male as a, a gender have they done everything right all the time? Well, well, hell no. Uh, but what is he right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean is ambivalent in her opinion on that. But um, um, so what they're saying is, you know, we live, we breathe, we we we're born, we die. Uh, let us experience the earth as you do, and 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 come on, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is what. And this is what poetry about at its at its core. Poetry is about being able to express ideas that show how human we are. I mean, I think the whole I you know, I mentioned politics earlier and that this poem this first poem was political, but I you really can't separate poetry from the political because both of them what is politics? Politics is a way of trying to humanely figure out how we can get along with one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, and that's what poetry is too, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Is I've know. never thought of it like that, mm-hmm. but I will. I will try to um, look at it differently. I now. mean, it's, we're not hermits. There are very few people that are hermits that live separate from the entire world, and so that is that's our big. Maybe I've been watching too much of The Walking Dead. But that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's our curse, you know. That's our trial. That's the hardest thing that we do, I think, as humans, is try to get along with one another and do the best by each mm-hmm. other. It's not easy. And it's not easy for me because I'm very antisocial. Which, antisocial in a good way, you know, because you don't want to be no, overly no. social. But <laughs> don't most poets want their words to be heard? And, and and also no, uh, just bury them, just put them in, you know, just throw them in the ditch. But the poets are the words. <laughs> I think both. I, I used th- to swim in ditches, Bill. I you can swim in the ditch outside swim, right now. You know, you if it were warmer, I might do it. You just jump in there. It's and just too cold. It, it, it would be a it'd be, it'd be like a whirlpool bath. I have fond memories of swimming in the ditches on this road right in front of the museum, Delaware. Yeah. So you swam in them? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, that's why I'm incredibly healthy today. Because sw- it's, it's hard <laughs> to swim upstream with these ditches. They flow fast. No, because think about all the crap that was in that water. <laughs> Which you developed an immunity to and your I do. disposition like, is remember, healthy. Have you ever heard that George Carlin uh, ditty he does about swimming in the Hudson River? No. Yeah, he said that's why he— It'll, uh, it'll cure you. Yeah, that's why he said he Develop those antibodies. <laughs> that's why he said he was so healthy. But Swimming I, with the trash. Yeah, I, I don't know. Throw you a good question, and you're happy. 
throw you a really good question. I think you're really happy. Uh, well thought and well pondered question. All right. Well, I think I think that makes you very happy. That's my know, opinion. That's this is my. It opinion. could be true, but you know what? Someone what? Call, someone called me trash the other day. Well, shame on them. Well, the joke is on them because I'm an organ donor. I'm recyclable. <laughs> Depends on what organ, folks. Let me tell you. Yeah, they won't want some of mine. Same. same. Yeah, my pancreas is, is flailing. <laughs> Believe me. Oh goodness. But you know what? Just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. I mean, Agreed. It's called garbage can, not garbage cannot. Garbage cannot. <laughs> you don't hear about garbage cannot kids. No. It's no. Garbage can. Uh, garbage can kids. Ask garbage Oscar. Can. Yeah. My favorite person monster living Oscar. in a garbage can i like him too that was he, my favorite character on sesame well he Street. was just enough of a grouch oh yeah just enough to be uh, that is me you know are you oscar um i, I was more grover i have a cat but, named oscar and she's kind of like oscar the grouch she really is oh yeah yeah I, yeah she kind of came up and looked at you like why are you here yeah you know <laughs> This is my porch, but she, okay. She pops up like out of a garbage can and says her little thing and then runs away back to her garbage can. So, yeah, she's a, that's, that's actually why I named her Oscar. Okay. I mean, I thought she was male at the time, but, you know, and she you can't change back. She maintained that personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was, quite, she was quite the hostess the other evening. Well, I don't know. Kept she just stayed hidden. Kept, well, no, she, she came out and then she was like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm gracing, your, I'm gracing you with my presence. You may view me. For a moment, then I'm gone. Yes, That's enough. you may uh, admire me. Mm-hmm. I did have a cat that that was her whole purpose in life was for you to admire her, her beauty, and uh, and she wouldn't admire herself. She'd sit in front of a mirror and just look at herself. <laughs> she seriously, she did. Was this was this cloud? She li- yes, she lived to be twenty one yeah, years old. Be, I met her later in life. Yeah, yeah. so she. She had a long life through all that admiration. A long, maybe that's long vain life. That was her be. birthright. Yeah. Yeah, to be admired. Vanity gets you a long life. <laughs> or, it's all that Botox. Or vanity is nothing. Nothing. Vanity is all or nothing. Yeah. Yep. Well, here we go. Trash and treasure. Trash and treasure. I think we've said it. It's you know that's what what people search for. What more could? What more do you all want from us? Right. If you're searching for treasure, <laughs> sometimes you find trash. It's life. That's a poem. Yes. That's a poem. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's an occasion for one. That's for sure. I agree. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We will have a very special episode next week, a little bit earlier than normal, because I'm going to be out of town. So I think we're going to do that Wednesday. She's skipping town, I'm folks. Skipping the lot. Fantastic. Yeah. And we are going to have a poem from our one of our biggest fans. Oh, how cool! I'm excited. Oh, I think I know. You give me a hint. I'm yeah. not going to say anything. Yeah, I'm not going to say yep. a name. Yep, I'm but excited. But it will be a poem from one of our biggest fans. Yay. So you all tune in and thank you very much. Right. Bye, guys. Thank <laughs> you.